Welcome to ASHTA Resource Q&A. We're taking time to discuss construction materials testing and inspection with people in the know. From exploring testing problems and solutions to laboratory best practices and quality management, we're covering topics important to you. Now, here's our host, Brian Johnson. Welcome to ASHTO Resource Q&A. My name is Brian Johnson, and with me, as always, is Kimberly Swanson, our co-host and producer. It's great to be here, Brian. What do we have on the agenda for today's episode? Today is an FAQ episode, which means you get to ask me the questions, and I get to answer them. All right. Well, let's tackle a question I know we get fairly often. Can I backdate my accreditation to when I received my assessment? So before we get into that question, why would somebody want to backdate their accreditation? There could be a couple reasons, but the biggest reason I suspect and I have heard from some is that they are in a bit of a predicament whereby someone at their company got them into a contract that required them to be AASHTO accredited and perhaps did not communicate that information to the people at their company who would be going through the process of obtaining said accreditation. So then they get in this situation where there was an expectation on the part of one of their clients that they were accredited and they were not. So they need to make that happen yesterday, basically. So then they scramble to get it done. Uh, so that is why someone would commonly be making such a request. Okay. So how long is the, an average time from the time that someone gets the assessment to when they're actually accredited? It takes a little while, a few months typically, because uh, when you make the request, there's some time to get your laboratory into the schedule for assessment. You may be dealing with both CCRL and AASHTO resource. So then there's two different scheduling processes you're dealing with to get both of those assessments carried out. And then there is the report generation that happens. So there's a review process that happens with that. And then at the point that you get your final report and the nonconformities are loaded into our accreditation system, then you can start submitting your corrective actions. Now, a laboratory should start on those corrective actions at the time they get the preliminary report is, which is like right around the time when the assessment occurs. It should be the end of the assessment. They get their preliminary report and they can start working on those corrective actions, gathering their supporting documentation, and then they can upload that to our system. Now, once that is uploaded to our system, then our one of the quality analysts will be reviewing it. We tell people generally it should take up to about two weeks to get that first response back. Sometimes it's shorter, sometimes it's longer, depending on what's going on. And for an initial accreditation, we always have those tagged as a rush so that they're at the top of the list for the quality analyst because we know it's an urgent situation. So we do our best to accommodate that. And then let's say that quality analyst reviews the corrective actions, especially for first timers, there's typically some back and forth because they aren't familiar with the process. They may not be that familiar with corrective actions in general and what kind of expectations we have for thoroughness of supporting the documentation. So there could be some back and forth there but let's say everything got resolved, then the quality analyst would make some indications in the file. They would identify which standards the laboratory should be getting accredited for. They send the file to peer review. It goes to another quality analyst to review. And then, and then it goes to me to 
carry out the final approval. And if I can do so, I will. And if there's additional information needed or something, a new precedent or something unusual, then we have to go to our oversight committee for more guidance. But that generally is not necessary, but it could be. So it could take a while. So now what if I work for a laboratory that had one of those very rare, no nonconformities? And so I had no nonconformities on my assessment or inspection report. So why can't I backdate my accreditation to my assessment then? Well, I just went through the whole process of how somebody gets accredited. So you can see there's very many steps in the process. Mm -hmm. And any of those steps may indicate an issue with the laboratory's accreditation. So it's important that we carry that entire process all the way through to determine if we are doing what we need to do to ensure that the laboratory should, in fact, be accredited for what it is seeking. So that that process is as important as the assessment itself, and it has to be carried out in accordance with the requirements of the ASHTO accreditation program, which is approved by our sponsors who we're kind of doing this work for. And therefore, it's important that we carry it out to the best of their wishes in accordance with our program requirements. So we want, can't really deviate in something especially as significant as the accreditation date. So how does a laboratory know the moment that they're accredited? Let's say we're in a situation where I did the final approval. Well, what I would do is I would go through, I'd make sure that there's a there's typically a cover letter, uh, some sort of document that goes along with the accreditation decision. I'll verify that the information is, is correct on there and that the date of issuance is today. And I'll hit complete and it generates an email that goes to the laboratory that tells them the news. And at that point, they are accredited. So when they get that information, it says, congratulations, your laboratory is ASHTO accredited. But that is not the end. Our database has to update the website so that your accreditation can be verified by whoever your client is or specifier. And that is a really critical step because you don't want to go around saying that you're accredited unless it's verifiable because that could create a concern with trust on the part of the specifier or your project owner or whoever your client is. You want to make sure that when you say it, it's it's really there. So it's a good idea to wait until that directory is updated on the website. We were talking a lot about new laboratories into our system, newly accredited. What if a laboratory is adding a test or a scope to their accreditation? Is there a way that we can then backdate it from their time of assessment in those cases? No, there's no situation that exists whereby you can backdate the accreditation. Well, I shouldn't say no. I'd say the only time that's possible if we make an editorial mistake when we process the file. So I'll lay that one out for you because it, it has happened. And of course, we never want that to happen, but it has happened. But imagine a scenario where you wanted to add a test or two, let's say you wanted to add two tests. And it goes through review, and in the file, only one of those two tests was being granted. And then you get the notification that says everything's fine, your accreditation was updated, and you don't really pay attention to it other than that. You just say, okay, great. Then let's say you're going to work on this project, and your client says a month later, hey, uh, what, what happened here? Your accreditation doesn't show this standard. And you say, oh, I don't know what happened. Let's go take a look. And you find out, well, 
this is strange. It seems like it should have been updated. And then you reach out to us and we say, oh, we found out there's a clerical mistake. We're sorry about that. We are going to put the date when it should have been on the directory. And I, I would say like that is a little different than the question that you asked me in the beginning about <laughs> backdating. It's actually properly dating it. It was just not there originally due to a mistake. So we would explain that to the laboratory. And we actually have a, a standard letter that we created years ago when this happened so that we could explain what happened and what should have happened. That way, there, if you know, I talked about trust earlier. If there's any concern with your client who asked the question, you can say, you know, Asho made a mistake here. Here's the letter. This should suffice. You know, you can reach out. And I always tell them if there's anything we can do, please let us talk to your client if that's something that's useful. Because we don't, we want to make sure that they're getting a good service and we, we acknowledge our mistake when it happens. That brings up a good point of that people need to read the email, making sure that their accreditation listing is correct and what you expect it to be, because it could be an error. Just every, we're all human, we're not robots. <laughs> so to emphasize, once you get that letter email saying that you're accredited, make sure it's for what you expect it to be and that it's accurate. So we can correct that mistake sooner and you don't have to wait for somebody else to notice it. That's right. And there's some more things we can do on our end to help with that too. And, and and we do have some developments going on. We're trying to, we're always trying to get more transparent, always trying to improve our processes. One thing I also want to point out that I neglected to mention before is that there is a bit of a lag. The time you receive that email and the time that the directory is updated, it could be somewhere between 30 and 60 minutes before that gets updated. It's a big database because we have a lot of uh, laboratories in the program and they're accredited for a lot of different tests. So when that laboratory compilation goes on, it's a specific event in our system and it takes a little bit of time for it to grind through all those changes. But once that happens then it's updated, but safe to say within the next hour, you'll see all the information. If you're wondering, well, it's because of a lag. Well, the lag's only about an hour, so uh, that wouldn't be that significant. All right. Is there anything else you want to add that I didn't ask? I would say don't ask to backdate your accreditation. I guess that would be the one thing because it, immediately my thought when someone asked me that is not a very positive one. It, it's typically someone's asking for something inappropriate and it's better for you to just go through the process. Uh, you can ask when we think the accreditation will be updated and we can give you a good estimate but please don't ask anyone on our staff to misrepresent the accreditation. Well, and I think if you are in a real hurry for that accreditation, then you need to have your corrective actions planned out and all that stuff done quickly. So I think the laboratory has some, some control over how quickly they get their information gathered for corrective actions and whatnot to speed that process along. They, they do. And, and I'd say the laboratories generally do a great job letting us know how urgent the situation is. And we really try to accommodate them. You know, we're, we're a service oriented program. We really want our customers to have a good experience. Now we won't put the customer experience over quality, but we do care about the customer experience. If things are going a little slower than they would like them to, I like to know that. Sometimes there are people that are busier at that time that I can maybe pass the file on to someone else who is less busy at that time. And we don't really have a problem with that. Uh, that's something that we think is important because we know that time in construction is critical 
so we want to make sure that we're providing a, a timely service to our customers. We have a lot of internal metrics that revolve around timeliness, and we also care about customer feedback. And we asked actually two questions about timeliness, one about service and one about just communication. Well, I think that covered it. But if anyone else listening has more questions about this, please email us at podcast at astroresource.org. Or you can email the Astro Accreditation Program at aap at astroresource.org or email Brian directly with questions. Right, Brian? Anytime. My inbox is open for business. I get a lot. I get a lot of emails from people asking about things, and I'm happy to address it. It it does it does take time. If I am not available and I take a little time, just give me a call. Happy to talk about these things. Well, thanks for answering this FAQ with us today, Brian. You're welcome. Always a pleasure, Kim. Thanks for listening to Ashto Resource Q and A. If you'd like to be a guest or just submit a question, send us an email at podcast at ashtoresource.org or call Brian at 240-436-4820. For other news and related content, check out Ashto Resources' Twitter feed or go to ashtoresource.org. 